0: N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash W-T-F. Lock the (laughs) gates! All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the... Oh, my God! (coughs) Oh, God! (coughs) What the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the... What the fuck is in my throat? God damn it. What just happened? Jeez, I could. I think we should keep that. I don't think we should edit that out. That was real. F- what? Maybe I'm the idiot for eating a large bowl of air popped popcorn before I go on the mic. Welcome to the show. I'm Mark Marin. This is WTF. That was disconcerting and jarring. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry if that if I if we didn't ease into this properly. But I I think you felt the emotions of that. I clearly uh, almost. Was in trouble there, and I'm not. I lived through whatever was in my throat. Uh, there, there was a small victory in whatever happened at the beginning of this episode, and and that and that's the way we want to go out of the of this year and into the new year. We, we want to, I, you know, beating death uh, again. All right, it was, maybe it wasn't that bad. Maybe I'm over, I'm overplaying it a little bit. What is going on? Are you having a good holiday today? Is Jason Nash day? Here on the show, Jason Nash, the comedian and actor and writer, Jason Nash, whose movie Jason Nash is Married is available on iTunes and Amazon. Jason Nash, I've known for years and not not a great uh, relationship on my side, not something has always irked me a little about him. I've always felt that he was aggressive and uh, hostile So going into this interview, that's what I uh, uh, felt and assumed, even though he brought gifts, brought juice, brought stuff. Uh, It was a it was a contentious and, and engaging interview that really was hands on. It was old style, old style WTF stuff. Before I do anything else, before I say anything really of any worth, if you consider what I say worthy Are worthwhile. Season two of my show Marin is on Netflix now. As of yesterday, it went up. So if you didn't see it because you don't have IFC, you now can watch season two of Marin on Netflix. It's a great season. A lot of great featured performers. CM Punk, Hardwick, Michael Ian Black, Caroline Ray, Sarah Silverman, Joey Diaz, Bill Burr, Paul Feig, Nate Bargette's in there. Uh, Sally Kellerman, uh, Judd Hirsch, Josh Brenner. Everyone's back with some very funny people to uh, help it along. Marin season two on Netflix now. All right, now what? Where, where are we? Alive? I'm having a hard time today, man. I'm having a hard time finding the will to talk, the will to do. Sometimes it just gets sucked out of you. Sometimes you wake up and something has come in the night and just sucked your will out of your face. Right up through your orifices, out your ears and nose and mouth, and fed on it. The will suckers, they're out there. They're invisible. They come in at night. They uh, they usually travel with uh, other night creatures. Will suckers are small apparitions that are known to ride the backs of possums into the night under your house. Be wary of the will suckers. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes it's not depression. Sometimes it's got nothing to do with a goddamn ghost coming in and feeding on your chi while you sleep. All right? Call me superstitious. Call me whatever you want. I've had some weird thoughts about this shit lately, people. I've had some weird thoughts about God. I've had some weird thoughts about technology. One of the things that's always annoyed me about about people's belief in God is, is when they pray or they pray... For mundane things like a parking space where they work or perhaps um, for a certain thing to be on the menu where they enjoy eating uh, for, uh, you know, for for mundane, petty conveniences. My thought is, is that do you really believe that God, if there be such a, a thing, has time for that shit? You think that God has time for everybody's you know little sort of like, oh, I got to. Make sure she gets a a parking space or at least try. I always had a problem with that. With the idea that God is going to waste his time when there's, you know, bigger issues at stake. Most of them man-made. Most of them, most of the problems we're experiencing in the world are direct results of human beings being fucking idiots of one kind or another. Murderous fucking idiots. Racist fucking idiots. non Caring fucking idiots, capitalistic fucking idiots, uh, just you know, fucking idiots. Humankind is filled with fucking idiots. Doesn't God have to address that stuff first? But I always had this issue with the mathematics of it. How can God make time for your bullshit when idiots are ruining the fucking world? And I started, and then I got an email. Or not an email. I was online and something was suggested at me based on something that I looked at online some other time. The the mining of information, personal information that is then used to uh, to exploit your desires and perhaps provoke you to buy some shit. And that happens to everybody who is online, which is most people. And I thought to myself, well, Jesus Christ, if they can fig- figure out technologically how to do that, you can tell me that God can't manage a parking space for for me if I ask him for one. Maybe on a given day, you know, if mankind can pull it off and uh, and service all of our little desires through uh, through programming in order to get us to buy things or service our desires by paying for things. Then we have to assume that if there is a God that, yeah, I guess he can look into the menu at the place you like to eat or perhaps uh, find you a parking space. I'm going to go ahead and make a concession here and say that if God has time or if he's paying attention in a full hearted way, he might be able to help you out with the little things. And the only the only reason I'm doing I'm saying that is because technologically we seem to be able to fucking, you know, get up in people's shit. In a very intimate way. With fairly limited information. So if technology. Is either. Surpassing God. Or at least on the same playing field. If you believe in that kind of stuff. You got to believe in technology. Because that is a given. And it will fuck you. And if you believe in God. Then that is also a given. And he will fuck you. She. It. The thing doesn't end well for anybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, the writing for Marin is coming along. I'm writing my script. We all have our scripts to write. Do you know how television writing works? Let me give it. The, I'll give you a breakdown. This is how it works because we everybody writes. We sit around in the initial phases. I come up with a bunch of stories. Then I sit around with the guys. Me, Dave Anthony, Sievert, Glarum, Michael Jammin, Uh, Sean Russell, Jerry Stahl, Dave Anthony, we all sit in a room and uh, I come up with a bunch of stories. They come up with some stories. We uh, mash the stories together. We decide what the stories are. Then we we parse them out and then we break them down into a three act structure as a story. And then we write a one pager and that's sort of the pitch of the story and then someone gets assigned the script and that person goes off and writes an outline then we all go over the outline and then the, that person goes and writes a script then we all go over the script page for page for page and, and make it funnier or or or, uh, or fix it or, or do things to it or, or or flesh it out or whatever needs to be done then we send it off to the to the production company we send it off to the network we send it off to the studio everybody gets their copy everybody gets notes and he's, each of the sets of notes come back we put the screen back up on the lift and get under it and start retooling and figuring out how we can uh be diplomatic and honor notes so these things go through a collective rewrite and they go through a you know series of notes processes but everything's coming along fine i have to write the script that i've been assigned this season and i i will do anything but write when i have to write my house gets very clean i make air pop popcorn i cook squash I do things I clean out holes in the ground but it's a tr- it's a tricky episode that involves my ex-wife so maybe it's emotional maybe not maybe it's just my process maybe I gotta wait till the last minute maybe I gotta just hate myself to. I want to crawl out of my fucking skin before I do any creative work Merry Christmas Happy New Year okay Jason Nash now Jason Nash Strap in, don't strap on, strap in. Let's talk to Jason now.
1: i don't attach happiness to success you know i don't really care about that at this point in my life (laughs) at this point in your life yeah it's all been beaten out of you. Yeah, I don't give a shit. It, it means nothing to me, I, look, and this podcast uh, means nothing uh, to me. You
0: know, if you if being you can, here means
1: nothing to me, you could like, kick me
0: out now. See, this is the general thing that I know about you, Jason. Tell me. Is that that you know you say these things that should have a, a sense of peace at the core of them,
1: but yet yeah. it does not. No, I am. I, I really, I, I've gotten to that point where I realize it's all not important, and. There's nothing that someone can do to me that's going to make me happier or less happy. Mhm. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, no, I I so it's it's an inside job as they say. Have you heard that expression? You mean um You're not going to get happiness from external you mean like 9/11? Yes, there's a conspiracy that's taking you down from the inside. <laughs> and it's uh, that Rumsfeld had a part. No, just your parents. Usually, yeah, starts there. Yeah, but I've uh, I've known you for a long time. I, I remember when you started coming around. I remember you were sweaty. Your hair was longer.
1: This is was very hostile, by the way. Since the what? minute I walked in, I know hostile. I'm always a little hostile with you. No, bit. not at all. Uh, oh, it are, are you hostile with all the guests? No, no, no. Henry a- Rollins, not hostile with. No. Wanda Sykes, not hostile. No. But there was a a, a, a a shitload of hostility when I walked in. It started with, I'll tell the audience, hey, let's get to you, you annoying fuck. Mm-hmm. That's how it started. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I, I brought juice. I brought a gift. Yeah. And even then, it was like you had it planned. Hmm. Thank you for the juice. Is this, yeah, go ahead. We can start over. I don't know. I I think this is the best part. No, I brought some I have my own baggage. You, you know uh, Baggage I, towards me. No, not much. No. Okay. No, I didn't think you had any. Oh. I mean I don't know why you would have any.
0: Um there's no there's not a problem between us. I don't I don't find that there's a problem between us. Not you, until about I, 5 minutes ago. No they, not even that. That's just, I'm just being cranky, Mark. You're not unfamiliar with that. You know you know what I'm capable of. You know my my persona. You know me kind of. You know that I I can be a
1: little a little irascible at times. I really do know that. And when people would talk about you and say, "Oh, he's so gruff, he's so irascible." I would say no, he's doing a bit yeah. He's doing a bit. He's a comedian. And, and, and you could see at your root that you have a lot of humanity. Right, right. So I was just doing a bit, kind of. Yeah, doing... but I guess it was the annoying, when you called me annoying fuck, that made me think, oh, I did something <laughs> to piss him off as it's the first line. Mm. But maybe it's all a...
0: Um... Just busting balls. Can I do that? Can I assume that, that intimacy with you since I've known you since you were a child, it feels like? You're right. You can. I I thought maybe you could absorb it. I
1: remember the first thing you ever said to me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: What was it? I, we were at Luna Lounge, mm-hmm. and you go, uh, you go. You just got off stage. You go. There he is, the Lower East Side sensation. Really? Yeah. Like, God, I remember like all angry? Remember that, when you that were I a had sensation? something? Yeah, I had something go well for myself. <laughs> so, you were so mad that someone else had a, a nice set. See, so why were you surprised at annoying fuck? Because I, I thought I thought you had. Because I I thought you had totally grown. I have grown. I know. You,
0: I know you have. I listened to the show. But you know, it's like you and I are locked in. in whatever happened there, that was the last time we exchanged words. It, 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 maybe a couple. Not, no, no, a couple of times backstage I've seen where you were worked up. Well, see, maybe I have a hard time. You to, had me on your show uh, at a live show, right? Maybe I, I have a remember. hard time. You don't remember? I do. I do. You were yelling.
1: About, no. yeah, I, did, I did good, actually.
0: I have no recollection. I did very good. I have no recollection. I prepared a joke or, joke or two about you, and it did went well. I, I have no recollection of any of that happening for you. Hmm. But um, I think that one one of the I, I can discuss my exact issues with you. I guess if you you know if you want to do that. Yeah, of course. Sometimes, uh, from the very beginning, I think years ago you used to do a preacher character, didn't you? Yeah i remember that like a lot used to do it a lot it was almost like it was a character that you were locking into right like you were like that guy for a while yeah right it was like you were this it was like that was when you were a lower east side sensation you did that preacher guy and was like all you did i did other things but that was the thing that people seemed to like right and so you you sort of became that character for a bit yeah yeah and uh, I liked it okay. I think my initial reaction was like, oh, it's a preacher character. Yep, like- I know,
1: I know. Yeah. I had my problems with it too. What were your problems with it? It was a preacher character. <laughs> 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 but I, you know, you, do, you try to figure stuff out. Uh-huh. I was like working at Saturday Night Live as, a, you know, as an assistant and you're like, I want to do comedy, I don't know how. I couldn't go up there and be myself I was afraid to be myself and that innately bothers me I then would have bothered me more than I, I worked on it a lot and dropped all the characters you mean it would bother me That you bother you then or bother yeah, me? yeah I'm now? just trying to track it yeah like, yeah in, you know, I mean I couldn't I no. couldn't go up there and be me in fact I remember the first time I was I sat I did like 20 minutes just telling people about myself and it wasn't necessarily, necessarily that funny there were yeah. some funny parts right and I remember the next morning I was like oh god thing that I have ever done. Good feeling. And we
0: had the uh, space and the time that was afforded us on the Lower East Side to do that type of work. This was in
1: LA. Right? Oh, it just took me that long. To, It took me that long, yeah. And well, then the, the preacher thing I realized was like pretty hacky. and Yeah, that would be the other problem I had with and, it. And, but there were moments with it that were glorious. Yeah. Closing Stella mm-hmm. and people loving it. Mm-hmm. So and, you got that feeling like, yeah. you know, like this, yeah. I got that feeling like. God loves me. Yeah. Or or to be able to go up there and ignite them with something. Sure. sure. I, I certainly couldn't go up there and ignite them the way Bill Burr ignites a crowd or you watch someone kill, mm-hmm. you know. I couldn't do that. But I could go up there. Why couldn't you do that? Because I wasn't a skilled stand-up. I was a character. It was a character that was yelling and it had music behind it. So the music behind it combined with the, the 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 yelling created like a, a, a an awesome combustible thing. But you wanted to be a comic. I wanted to be funny, yeah. But and then wanted... sometimes it wouldn't work. Yeah. Then I remember it was killing in New York and yeah. then Stella brought me out to do an LA show. Yeah. And it bombed. Oh. Bad feeling. The worst. Yeah.
0: And then I tried to... But wait, let's go back. Where the hell did you come from? Because I remember you you were there sort of, I don't, not exactly at the beginning of Luna, and uh, but you, you all of a sudden were around the Lower East Side. Everyone liked you, kind of. And you, you know, you
1: did the yelling preacher guy. But where'd you come from? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Boston. You in, did in the suburbs. Yeah. Which suburb? Uh, Medfield. Really? Yeah. N- yeah. Nita, Medfield. My uh-huh. dad lives in Nowood. Uh My mom's in Natick. Oh, really? Right. Sisters Natick. in Acton. Oh, really? Everyone's over there. Yeah. Then I went to UMass Amherst. No the, shit. In my senior year. When'd you graduate college? Ninety-five. Okay. So what are you like?
0: Forty-five. Forty-one.
1: Okay. I don't know where your math is but,
0: but I think before. you're reading into a lot of this. I think we're you know I was just trying to set a tone and we're backing up from it. But is there some party that wants to hold on to it? That's what's interesting. Is there some party that wants to hold on to it? And that yeah, thing I, I said to you at Luna, you've held on to that a long time. I can feel that.
1: No, that's not true. I've I've been listening to your show and you've You do a podcast too, right? No, I don't do it anymore. Really? What yeah. happened? It's too hard. Too hard. Yeah. To talk on the mic like that? To, to technically, like, get it out and stuff. It was just too hard for me. I couldn't do both. So you went to UMass Amherst. You grow, You majored in what? Communications. M- meaningless. Yep. Okay. You have siblings? <laughs> yeah, I have an older sister. She's uh, awesome. She's a she like, she, very peaceful person.
0: Is that her job?
1: No, no she works in computers. She's just no. got, like, a nice life going for herself. Kids? Uh, no, no kids. Well, she has a stepson. She's gay. She's married. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a stepson. And oh. she's like she's she was the real funny one growing up. Yeah, what were you? T- kind of serious? No, I was fat. You're f- the f- only Jew in my town. Really? Yeah, awful. You- I had a bunch of kids. I had like friends in school, but they te- they like terrorized me. They would like like write like Jew on my car. You might have one of those personalities where that just sort of like you know you're you everything's
0: right up front with you, and you just kind of want to yeah. take a shot, you know. Yeah. So the Jew thing was just a a, a means of entry, a portal, <laughs> <laughs> a bully, a bully portal. <laughs> were you bullied? I was um, not too much because I was sort of clever, I think, and and I and I have a bit of a bully in me. Yeah. So like I would, if there were bullies, I would somehow try to out- outsmart them, and uh-huh. and, and you, it, would you just start bullying somebody? No, but I I think that like. Not unlike what happened with you when you walked in, when I said, "Yeah, I got to deal with you, you you annoying fuck. Yeah. I don't know if that's bullying. It's kind of upfront, but yeah. it is uh, antagonistic and preemptively yeah. defensive. Sometimes my my sense of bullying was like, how do I get the upper hand quickly and, yeah. and without causing too much trouble?
1: You know, just sort of like- Did uh, that make you feel good that you had the upper hand quickly with me? No,
0: you never- Oh, no. I I, I had the upper hand before you got here. Okay. Are you coming to my house? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. What do you mean? I mean do not feel I don't feel like you have the upper hand that much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well see I, I'm glad that you've
0: you've taken whatever's happened in your childhood and now you have boundaries and you're protected. You're 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 ready to go. Like you know, like this guy yeah. is not gonna fuck with me. I I I think that's great. Yeah, I expected uh Don't don't make me feel bad. Oh, is, I, is, I won't. I
1: won't, I won't, I won't say that. what do you thing. expect? I didn't, I didn't expect some sort of mental um, uh, Olympics here. Really? Yeah, I didn't expect that at all. Do you listen to the show? Yeah, I do. You seem to, You seem to really like fawn over everybody and really like everybody. I'm trying, Jason. I'm trying to fawn over you. I really am. I don't need you to. I'm happy to fucking go at
0: it. I we're, love it. We're not going at it.
1: Yeah, we sort of are.
0: We're not, We were having a nice discussion about how you were bullied. I was about to ask you, and then you asked me if I, right. you know, if I was bullied, and I told you the truth about it. Yeah. And then, and then you, but, you know, you, and I said like about the upper hand, Then you said, uh, do, you, right. you, do you still like that? I'm like, and I made an example, and then you were like, do you think you have the upper hand here? And then and I made a joke, right. and then you sort of took it seriously, Let's and, go then, back and in. then and then you were like, uh, I don't think you have the upper hand. See, like you said that you said like, I don't think I don't need the upper hand. I don't need it. But you said I that don't. right. You said that defensively, yeah. because I might have said something. Is this
1: about the message I sent you? I, I is this about? Have. Did you listen to the bit I sent you? Or you didn't listen to it. The preacher bit? No, I sent you a bit. <laughs> 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 is this about the bit I sent you? Probably not. Which I bit? think it is the bit where I was. Remember, I sent you that bit. What it was it about? It was about you refresh my memory. It was about not coming on the show, and then I was saying that I how I defend you and how I like you. And... Yeah. Oh yeah. You, like it was an appeal. Yeah. Yeah. So you did get it, but yeah. you're pretending like you didn't.
0: I just don't remember. I'm busy. Okay. You know, and, and now now it is ringing a bell. Yeah. And I, and I saw it like, wow, this guy really wants to come on the show. You of know? course I do. Yeah. I want to promote my movie. I know you do. I got several calls. About the movie. Good. Insisting that I watch the movie. Good. And yesterday I said, I don't know if I'm going to have time to watch that fucking movie. If they want to move this thing up a few days, yeah, uh, we can do that.
1: Yeah. And uh, you're here. I just got a message that said, tomorrow be here. I don't know anything about that. That's
0: right. So you have people and you know, and I got to deal with your people.
1: Oh. Maybe that's is, is that
0: is that You don't normally deal with people? No, I do normally deal with people. But the fact that they've like- Are you mad I,
1: that I have people?
0: No, I have people, but, uh, but they Maybe kind, you they, don't think I'm on the level to have people. No, I think anyone. Dow, that takes his money. So the. No, they kept pestering they kept,
1: they kept bothering you. Yeah, and you had no idea about it. No, we, I don't and, know. And, and,
0: well, uh, that just means your people are doing a good job for you.
1: Right. So it was, it was bothering you. It was annoying. It was like, fuck this guy. So that was the annoying fuck. My people. Like, I just, should have said that to my people. Say, you annoying fuck. Oh. Why don't you tell them? Nah. I won't do that I like what they're doing I like them bothering you fucking making you irascible and making a good episode for this show it's 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 going pretty well I think it's going really well
0: I watched a movie uh huh because your people bothered me and because I've known you a long time and because I was like all right, maybe he's done something finally
1: yeah Um, for his sake I hope he's done something as you said to me I've been waiting 20 years for you to do something did I say that? you said that to me once when did I do that? What do you got? Parkinson's? What's going Maybe on? Maybe a with little. You know? I'm 50.
0: You? And I'm busy. I have a lot of things going on. Some
1: things become you're so, a blur. You're so busy, huh? I'm a little busy. Yeah, you like that?
0: It's okay. okay. It's a little overwhelming. You know, because like I never understood, you know, how people don't respond to emails and shit or like, you know, because I used to get mad about it. Yeah. But like, yeah, you, do, you literally don't
1: have time to answer. I know exactly. It's not even a matter of time. You just no. forget them. Yep. They just go by and you're yep. like, oh shit. You know what I mean? There's four emails and you can only get to one. Right. Yeah, and the that, one that, takes that, up, yeah, I know, know I know. just requires That's, immediate attention. I know, I know when I email people and people don't email me back, I don't take it personally. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to see you too. You I, know, I, I will tell you that watching you do the podcast is just f- so inspiring. It really is because I knew you and I knew you were somebody that was way more talented than whatever was going on right, with you. Right, right. Because you know, when you would go on I fucking go in and watch you. Like, not a lot of people that'll i go in and watch. Right, right. You know, Patrice O'Neal's on. I'll, I'll go. Right, Bill Burr. Oh yeah, I'm going in. Yeah. And then you go on, and then, and then to watch you sort of watch this blow up. You know, it gave it really. It gave me hope. If I'm being totally honest, mm-hmm. it gave me hope. Like, oh fuck, like, oh this fuck. You know, it could happen. What Happened you, for him late. Right. I don't know if it's late. It happens when it
0: happens. Remember, let's get back to spiritual you from the beginning. That you know, it's going to happen when it happens, and that that you know the the idea that something happening later or, or not happening on on time or 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 not happening at all, you know, are all you know horrendous fears. And eventually, you you surrender all of those fears, mm-hmm. and maybe it will happen, maybe it won't. You know what I mean? I don't know. it's just like I I'm I'm not that zen about it, but I can't. It happened when it happened because I was ready for it to happen. I don't know that I was ready for it to happen before. I don't know if I could have handled it. I'd had other opportunities. Yeah. This didn't go anywhere. Who knows why? At the time, you're like those fuckers. They, you know, why aren't they giving me a chance? And then when you really look back at stuff, it's like, what would I've done with that opportunity? I don't know. Well, you never brought you to what you were doing. No, I never was whole enough. Yep. I brought some version of me. Yep. I think you have that issue as well. Oh yeah, I'm terrible. And the thing I think that what what got me sort of. Um, weirded out about you is like you're one of these guys that you know you tried a lot of things you did a lot of characters there was this sort of uh there was a lot of attempts at ridiculousness and absurdity and you know you know characters and, and that kind of stuff and i and i always saw you i always thought that you were incredibly aggravated under all that i mean i know you're a nice guy and you're a pleasant yeah. guy here but you know you you're you're kind of raw emotionally and and a lot of this stuff started to feel a little desperate uh uh-huh. And then like later on, you know, after you got married, then you, you found some source of your anger, which is that things didn't work out for you yet. You're in a, you're in a pretty good life, but it was not the life you wanted. You know, you're like a house husband, um, you know, a da- daddy, uh, uh, you know, like, a, what do you call it? Mr. Mommy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And, and that became your sort of point of view, but it was honest. And you genuinely seemed really almost too furious about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know. And then one of the last few times I saw you was like, "Is that really a sympathetic angle? I wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder how people are responding to this. Like, this guy's doing all right, but like he's just. It's like my wife, oy, my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like what? But underneath it all, I think what I saw and what became sort of like not a judgmental thing in terms of like not that I don't like you. But your desperation became so
1: intense, it was difficult to be around. Is that possible? Well, I don't know if you were around me at all to be around.
0: No, I just saw you at shows. Right. That was the, that was the visceral. You feeling. mean like
1: actually hanging out? No. I don't know you for that, but why would you say that I was t- too desperate to be around? What does that mean? Like
0: I would get uncomfortable when, <laughs> in the short periods of time that I would be with
1: you. So, oh, so when I would when I would be on stage, yeah. you were uncomfortable, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, I I don't sell myself as a stand-up.
0: You no, know, I, glad, I go up there to
1: work I'm out not, material.
0: Not, no, I know, but I'm just like, it, it, are were any of those feelings real or is that just an act?
1: I mean, did you feel no, at the f- end I'm of fucking, your rope? I'm I'm a terror. Okay i'm an absolute terror okay you know i'm a fucking living nightmare you are oh yeah no no doubt mark you know i mean okay so i so so it wasn't unwarranted
0: i know you're you're here as you know we're, we're talking and you feel better about things and you but like i'm just telling you that like my in the same way that i may have bullied when i was younger my my reaction to you is, is just slightly self-protective but i don't really know how to do that because yeah. i i i'm not good with boundaries so, like, my sort of posturing with you has been to protect myself because I'm very sensitive, and you get, and you, you know, and that's why I'm, I'm okay at this job uh, from whatever like fury that was like you were trying to match. Like, my fury would come on you. Oh,
1: don't you? You're, uh, yeah, I'm very sensitive. No, why would my fury ever come your way? No, no, no. I don't think you would direct it yeah. at me, but just the vibe of it. You just didn't want to be be around the vibe of it. Yeah.
0: Well, I just like I thought like this guy's about to pop. Uh-huh. And I wasn't afraid of that cuz I don't mind popping. But it was yeah. more of it was more some sort of twisted concern. Like you I I knew you were frustrated for a lot of reasons. Right. And I I know just the fact that you know you say like well, I don't I don't try to be
1: a stand-up. Well, I think that you you are a stand-up and you do try to I be. I tried, a but I'm done now. I mean, I am done. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Yeah. I don't like going into a room and having to please a bunch of strangers. Mhm. I just don't like it. So you don't do stage work anymore? No, I'm done. Really? I fucking hate it. When did this happen? Last year. Really? I'm fucking done. I hate it. I hate, I hate, it. I hate uh, just uh, waiting to go on. Uh-huh. I hate the sort of the mentality that comics only talk about like this bananas. I hate the idea of going to bananas. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound good to me. Mm-hmm. I hate the idea of being on the road. I do, I do like the idea of like going up there and, getting some material but I don't and, and doing well with it that excites me but it doesn't excite me to like go back the next night and have it not do as well right the job yeah the job it's right. too hard but I get a lot of, I got a lot of out of it I mean I got like all my all my jokes that are in the movie I got that from stand up uh-huh. you know those are stand up jokes right or stuff that I can figure out that works uh-huh. I got that out of it and maybe I'll go back to it but I'm not focused on that now I'm trying to I'm making another movie yeah well, let's let's go back so okay so you come from you do you understand up. that at all yeah i do because i know you're a fucking you've been doing stand-up for a long time i understand it exactly like i like i want to live life like here i was out i was in uh, at stand-up new york mm-hmm. uh last week oh you're in new york yeah i saw rich voss just on the street mm-hmm. and i'm a fan of his and bonnie and, yeah and i walked up and i was like hey man and i've been calling into their show and uh-huh. i tell them and then he like proceeded to talk to Craig G- Gass about the Bob and Tom show the entire fucking time. Uh-huh. And I wanted to like- Connect. Yeah, I wanted to talk to him about like, what are you doing on the weekends? Mm-hmm. Or how's your kids? Yeah, or yeah. Who, how many kids you got? And he just sat there and he bitched about, and I called on, this is no secret, I called on the radio show, I called him out. And uh, I mean, I told him, you know, I, I was angry about it. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't like that. I, I want to have a life. I want to, I you know. Yeah. And I don't like going up and couching things this goes to this speaks to what you're saying. I don't like couching things for the audience to like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like. I don't like when I watch a stand-up. And go. You know what I want? I want a big fat woman. No, you don't. You don't want a big fat woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's See, a, it's a, that's a lie. And or, so, or it's a joke. Uh, it's untruthful though. It's
0: a, it might be a joke. It might no,
1: not. it's not. You've seen that. Oh, I don't. I don't hear it like that. Maybe it is. Yeah, a lot of times people tell jokes. <laughs> well i don't i don't see I'm the not, joke there i guess i'm humorless in that department well no i mean I'm,
0: well what's the rest of it it's
1: like i'm just
0: more i'm just no i more mean off. like i want a big fat woman i don't remember
1: i mean i'm making i'm so I you're I'm, you're out at the setup you're yeah. like no nah, he doesn't want a big fat woman No, he doesn't. I'm not, you're i don't, listen to I don't the believe joke. it yeah. i'm not gonna listen to the i'm joke. just my just tea i just like things that are more real more like that's why i like the show
0: which show your show right well, I mean, yeah. I do that type of stand up, you know, and uh, you know, but sometimes you you um, you know, uh, exaggerate as a device or uh, embellish, yeah, you might embellish, uh, like for instance, let's just take the premise of like, I want a big fat woman, yeah, maybe that guy a couple weeks ago was on the road, he was lo- lonely and he had sex with a big fat woman, and he's like, maybe he didn't prefer to do it. But uh, but it happened, and it, it might have been really fun. So the rest of that joke could have been based on the experience he had with what was fun about that. So it may not be a general truth. Like it might not be his life's end to want a big fat woman. Right. But you know we've all had that experience, and there, there's something not there's something good about it. <laughs> you may you may not want it, but you sometimes you're surprised at. Uh, uh, I the point I'm making is I understand your your anger yeah, and your frustration you with stand-up mm-hmm. and um and i understand that you you seem to be a little in between uh, in terms of like you're angry about uh stand-up and you don't do it anymore but now you almost seem like angry that you know that y- you got to live life you want to live
1: life how are you gonna do it no no i don't think so at all i just said i don't like doing stand-up no and then he said it's like it's not life
0: i want to live life i don't want to sit and talk to rich voss about the bob and tom show about his work problems yeah i might want to live life i want to connect about kids i i can't i don't have time for this guy i've
1: known for years who had some work issue on a radio show because that's no i haven't known him for years that's the thing uh, i've never met him before i know him as a a fan well that sounds seems a little judgmental i mean you know that's a (laughs) you're so full of shit it's a work problem. you're so full of shit you're just coming at me you're just being adversarial you're so full of shit you know exactly what i mean i'm defending stand-up you know exactly what i mean you yeah, know you, you know to exactly a, what i mean He wanted to connect he After didn't have the, the time show. he didn't have the time or mm-hmm. he was in a
0: different place
1: and your needs weren't no met. he we wasn't got... in a different place he he was just fucking going on and on about the same thing with greg gas his friend
0: yeah, and you, a guy he kind of knows. Yeah, needs to connect about his kids. No,
1: I just would love to fucking talk to him about so, you know. And he was in the middle of a conversation. Rich Voss isn't the problem here. The problem is just I'm just saying in general I don't love, you know, a lot of the same
0: that that life because yeah. you don't live it. That's Got it. it.
1: That's it. So what now? So that was hard. That when. Was... When you were working at SNL? But everything is angry. I'm not, you know, I am angry, but I'm not angry about Rich Voss. I mean, I'm, not, I know I'm not angry about not doing stand-up. I, I, you asked me a question. You are angry about quitting stand-up. I, I wish, there is such a part of me that wishes I could do it, yeah. But I can't do both. I can't, I'm not, I'm not that good. I, I work very slow, and I, I have like my brains all fucked up, so I. Why is your brain fucked up? I think I did too many drugs. Did you? Yeah. But was it fucked up before? I was never like that—a great multitasker or any, oh, right. anyone that oh, was so it's pro- so like prolific. A ADD thing, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm on like uh, some medication now. That's good, but really, which one? It's called um, lamotrigine. Yeah, yeah. It's like like lamictal. It's a mood stabilizer. It's really good. It is. Oh
0: yeah, it's so. Good. Why
1: would you prescribe it? Were you having depression? Yeah, like last year, I had a total breakdown. Like I was going to bed at like seven o'clock at night. I would have headaches at night. I couldn't. I couldn't function at night. If someone would talk to me, I'd just be like... Like I would go out in the day and do my creative stuff, do vines or whatever, and have the best time and get so high on the creativity. Mm -hmm. And then I would just crash. I think I had like no adrenal blockage Mm -hmm. in my brain. So then they gave me this thing and it's... I was high for like a a month. Uh And the minute I took it, they said it would take two weeks. It took five minutes. I was at a bowling alley party with my son and uh, everything just just like went just as a wash like all the bowling ball it was really something it was good that was no so relief good. yeah and there was a weird thing i don't know if i should look this up but in my nostrils there was like a cold euphoric thing in my nostrils and so every time i would breathe in it would be like breathing in like fucking, right fucking an ecstasy gas uh-huh. and then that went away so what else was going on in your life at that time though a year ago. I was trying to get the movie out and the movie was done for like a year. Are you married still or you're not? Yeah, I'm married. You're still married? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, cause I, I remember that. you said to me once after I did stand-up, you're like, you better fucking, you're gonna get divorced. You better clean that act up or you're gonna get divorced. Uh-huh. You're just looking at the time waiting for this to be over. No, someone t- texted. Oh. Um,
0: did I, So you remember a lot of what I said. So I said that. And yeah. I, in reaction to I mean, what? we've only
1: had a few exchanges, but- I know,
0: but they resonated. And then sometimes, I... you know, you
1: listen to the show and you think you know I said you that you're going to get divorced
0: if you don't clean your act up? Something like, you know, if you keep doing that kind of material. Oh, was that, I bet you that was it. Was it that that dumb, that dumb party show that used to be upstairs downtown?
1: Oh, yeah, I bombed there. I think it was there.
0: Yeah. We, so, we were so viscerally angry about it.
1: And some of that's in the movie, but let's go back. So you got a job, what, out of college at, at Saturday Night Live? Yeah, I was an intern like the last year Adam Sandler and Farley were there. And then I got the job in that September with, when Norm, I, like, I got a job as like Norm's assistant. Oh, really? Yeah. And how, did you, how'd you get in over there? You just applied or you so had a friend? I just applied. Or, really? Yeah, I just went up and we took the internship program and like tried to do whatever they said. At NBC or at me. SNL? Oh, at SNL? Yeah.
0: And at that time you you wanted to me be on Me and Alex SN-
1: Sulkin were interns.
0: But you wanted to be on SNL?
1: Yeah, I auditioned. You did? Yeah. It was did Me you, and Zach. Oh yeah, you jumped through all the hoops? Yeah. You and Galfa Noodles? Yep. I remember I was about to go on. I went on after Zach and he walked out and they, the talent executive chased him out. He, did, he had done so well. Oh, that's horrible. Marcy. Man. Marcy Klein. Yeah. That's horrible to experience when you're waiting to go in. Yeah, waiting to go on. Yeah. So then I go on and I, I had a CD. Uh-huh. And I get up there. And I go, hey, uh, I got a CD. Yeah. And they go, they just stare at me for like what seemed like five minutes. You needed it to do your bit, <laughs> the preacher bit. I don't know what it was. I think it was this this Jim Morrison bit I did. Oh, okay. And uh, they couldn't play your CD. Nope. So that kind of fucked you out of the gate then. Yeah, it hurt me. And then eventually a CD player made its way to the stage as <laughs> as I was like... You're, oh, Lord. You were making the noise of the CD? No, like in my brain, everything's oh, right. slowing down and I'm just looking at Lorne and he has just expressionless... Because you know you know, they do that to try to fuck with you to see what kind what you can do and under this, pressure. Oh, you were
0: auditioning in the studio? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the first audition? Did you meet with Lorne? No, no. Oh, you just had that one audition? No, no, no. And it was yeah.
1: weird because I was already... I had been there. The- I was with the receptionist the year before. So you knew Lauren kind of? Barely. Just walked by. He was always cool, though. Yeah. But that was the end of the audition process. That was it. And I, and I did okay. They, were, they kept coming back. Like, you know, Ruth Ann kept going, You're in the mix. You're in the mix. You're in the mix. Ruth Ann Secunda? Yeah. Wow.
0: We have been doing this a while. Are you still with her? No. I have no idea she what happened. She stopped calling or. me back. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, I, maybe I am. But I haven't heard from her <laughs> in how many years? <laughs> Ten. So that so we're thinking we're looking at like what ninety six here ninety seven yeah. So and then you're like fuck it, I'm gonna start doing alt comedy
1: because
0: mm-hmm. uh, at that time surf reality was around, mm-hmm. um, uh, the the Luna was going still. There were all those outlets down there. Later pianos and it sort of it grew bigger. Like I'd left, I left in two thousand and one. And you were still there, and so you kind of evolved with the alt scene in New York as it spread out to Rafifis and everything
1: else. 9-11, I was here. Oh, really? You were already I moved I was already here? here, yeah.
0: Oh, so you're you really- Living really with my wife, my girlfriend, my, yeah. My, you're really a contemporary of mine in terms of the timeline of alt comedy anyways. So, okay, so you're doing these characters, you're doing the Jim Morrison, you're doing the Preacher, you're getting a little juice down there uh, at Luna and stuff, um, you're making friends- Mm-hmm. with all the guys, mm-hmm. and then you meet your wife. Mm-hmm. How'd you meet her?
1: Doing a show for Fox. I had like two partners, Mike and Matt. We had like a sketch show. Matt.
0: Um, Price. Yeah, Matt Price, who's mm-hmm. in the film, who I worked with briefly. On what? On never on the American version of Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, we did like 12 sure. of those. He was like the set panelist. He was right. like, and you were the host. Right, and yeah. that was like 2000 or something. Yeah, you were or... good at that. I wasn't, didn't go. I was not good at it. Not, uh, I watched the show. Did you? I thought you were good. I think, I you're,
1: good. I think you're good at everything you do. You're a good actor. Yeah. I remember seeing a little piece you did on, um, like right before the internet was big, you did like a little internet piece, like a Andy Rooney. Yeah. That was real good. Yeah, I did a lot of that. Memorized, episode. but you were like standing over a, uh, like a mountain. You were standing on a mountain. What was that? Doing like a three minute piece that was memorized. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. But it was one shot. Right. It wasn't like cuts. Was that the possum piece? Because you know now they cut everything up. It's like, here's the thing about bananas. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't doing it that way.
0: Yeah, I did some stuff. But yeah, the price was good. I I was okay with the hosting, but I was a little too uh, angry. I was in the middle of a divorce at that time. And also I needed money badly, and that's why I did it. And also I didn't quite understand the game. It's
1: a lot to think about. (laughs) Does your recognition of my anger come from your anger? Yeah, of course. Oh, I see. That's why you pick up on it more than everybody. That's why you're going to protect yourself. Because I don't think everybody's like, I got to get away from that guy. No, I mean, that's exactly it. It's a yeah. sensitivity. It's not like, I don't, you know, I don't, I,
0: I know that. What are you angry about? I'm just like, it, it's something that's. I'll tell you. No, it's, it's a little. I'll tell you what I'm angry about. Mine's a, a little intangible in the sense that I think it comes from a, a, a very young place. And it's just, a, it's, a, it's the way I'm, it's the pattern I've, I've chosen to exist. Mm-hmm. It's uh I think anger in a weird way is just a faulty pattern of of taking care of yourself somehow. and uh it's hard to shake because it's it's sort of deep. and you know it has to do with expectation uh, for me of something that probably is is not going to come in the way that I need it to come. It's a it's a very young thing,
1: mm-hmm. and it's where it sort of defines you. And you're you're ditching it now. You think have you ditched it well, more I mean, I, more so?
0: No, I mean I've done some stuff in terms of like I think that you know having some success does help in mm-hmm. terms of self esteem, especially if it's on your own terms. And I think also like being sober for fifteen years, it's had some effect. But just recently, I'm starting to look into you know, even deeper core issues of really what the source of it is, and you know figuring out some practical way to. To move through it your mother and father is that one of the reasons yeah just yeah it was just emotional n- negligence so what what were they were they around for you
1: yeah they, they were, were they were around but they were incredibly self-involved oh okay were they into like therapy and were they like a um, not really sort of advanced people no, for the no, time, they were just or? no
0: they were just sort of like they had their own insecurities and they were both kind of selfish in their own way. And I don't think that the emotional nurturing that is required for a child was that forthcoming, though they did play as if they were doing it, but emotionally you kind of register that. So if you sort of go through life, you know, craving that nurturing, you know, from the outside world, it's not going to come, especially if you have made the assumption that because you didn't get it, you're kind of a fucked up
1: person. Then you have a, a bit of a beef did you get it? Did you get that from girlfriends or your wife? No one can give it to you. You don't believe that. You don't believe that you can get that from your. You can't get it from the outside. No. Mm-mm. So you think you're that fucked up? I don't know if it's fucked up. It's just it is what it is, and you've got to figure out how to kind of grow yourself up inside. Because that's really what I've been doing. I've been trying to just grow. I get along great with my wife now. Mm-hmm. You know, but I my father was like pretty violent. And like not around, and sort of a very macho like Boston guy. What did he do? He did all kinds of fucked up shit. Really? He, well, first he had like a business that was amazing, yeah, furniture business. Mm-hmm. And then his partner got shot, got murdered in the middle of the night. They mm-hmm. had borrowed money from the mob. Wow. And uh, and that just fucked him up for the rest of his life. How could it not? Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He couldn't get back to where he was. No one would hire him. But he also like wouldn't take a job at a gas station, right? Because he was thought he was too good for it, which he was. And uh, so we just starved and fucking wore, you know, we kicked out of apartments and- Really? Yeah. And so um, homeless and not homeless, but like we go live in my grandmother's. Right. Shit like that. Yeah. And then my mother, she really stepped up. She got a job. She became a makeup lady at like Bloomingdale's and uh-huh. Chestnut Hill. Oh yeah. Route so, nine. Uh, yeah. So we would sort of- you know, I'd go and sit in the makeup counter and wait for her. That was kind of my childhood. But they, it made me very... And the other thing is... My, she my, left him, though? They just split. He just was like... He was just... One Christmas, he was just gone. Really? And she was fucking really distraught. How old were you? I like think eight. Mm. You know, Heck and, you, man. He, and he, was, he was so masculine. Yeah. I mean, if you met him, you'd be like, this is the fucking best guy I ever met. Right, a character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Looks like... Um, he looks like De Niro a little bit, but uh-huh. he's 6'3". Uh-huh. And, uh, and he was so macho. And I wasn't, I was so fucking, what's the word I can use? Um, effeminate? Effeminate, and, mm-hmm. and I'm not gay, but I was, you know, he wanted me to play football when I was like five. I was like, fuck that. Trying to beat the sensitivity out of you. Yeah. Different kind of guy. Yeah, and I just wasn't that guy. I mean, I remember being very like, you know, adult at a young age, like controlling his anger you were. Yeah. Monitoring, you know, trying to temper it. Like, hey, hey, Dad, how yeah, are right. you?
0: Yeah, I dealt with some of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Emotionally erratic father. Oh, yeah. Like, you spill your milk
0: and yeah, then that's you just it. don't know what's going to Rip happen. your pants. So you, we, we, gone. You're walking around and you don't know what the hell is
1: going to come at you. Yeah. So you're always kind of like, right. oh, yeah. fuck. Like, all right, let's just get through this. Right. Let's make him happy so I don't get hit. Right. You know? Yeah. And uh, And not to say he wasn't a loving guy, but he could be loving. And then he apologized for all that. Like one one summer in Martha's Vineyard. Oh, he did. Yeah. So you probably made... my best moment. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it on a boat? No. He's like, let's go get a beer. And I was like, oh, I don't really drink, but I'll go with you. Yeah. You know, again, not manly enough, you. not a men- fucking thirty-nine. Right. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And uh, he just said, uh, you know, uh, I'm so sorry for you know all the all the stuff, I, I fucked. And he couldn't even finish the sentence, you know, because it was so much. He said, I, uh, I fucked up. Yeah, you know, I fucked up. And I said, uh, it's okay. You know, it, it made me who I am today. It's, where, it's the place from where I write from. It's the place from where I uh-huh. get, get me from. Yeah. And that was it. But it was good, it was good to hear him say it that. It was satisfying? Yeah, it made me realize that like when I yell at my kids or something, or if I'm an asshole, you just go say you're sorry right away. I'm so sorry. You yeah, know, and you, that that goes so far. I didn't realize that. Yeah, oh yeah. And,
0: but you hope that that doesn't become a pattern. You mm-hmm. know, it, at some point you'd like to sort of like I'm not gonna yell. And... <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me how to be a father, Mark. You have no idea. I'm just saying
1: in general. You gonna have kids? No. Why not? So I missed the boat, dude. No, you didn't. Kind of did. Not at all. It's okay. Are you, I'm, you I'm, sad about that?
0: No. Yeah. No, I almost had a kid. I was thinking about it, but to me, it's a, I'm a very anxiety ridden person and uh and i'm i'm relatively yeah it's frightens me my brother has three kids but like i i i'm you know, i have not gotten my anxiety and panic and volatility in a place where i would feel i never felt
1: like i never really thought about having them that's yeah, that but, should tell you something but when you have them that'll all be forced out of you okay I think I, right. because you can't you just can't spend that much time on yourself anymore. You're like, all right, let's just go. Yeah, you have to take care of Yeah, it's it. like yeah. if I threw you in the army or someone threw you in Afghanistan, you'd be like, Okay, let's yeah, do it. But like if I can avoid avoid being thrown into Afghanistan, <laughs> you know, why not choose that? Yeah, I think it would you know, it's, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this. I wouldn't say this to anyone else but you. Go ahead. But I, I would never tell someone to have kids, right? Because it's really hard and it's not for everybody. But I think for you, it would be really good for you. Yeah, I thought that because you know, you get great material, obviously, and it would just change your the scope of you and maybe take. I think that's true. Take off some of the selfishness. selfishness, Selfishness—that's one word. Anxiety. Yeah, or self-hatred. Yeah, that's
0: limiting. It's a little less.
1: You don't have any self-hatred anymore. No, no, I do. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh,
0: but uh, you know, I, I again, I'm sort of getting where it comes from a little more. Self-hatred's a weird thing because, you know, after a certain point, you're like, why am I even doing that? Yeah.
1: It doesn't fit. Colin quid said that once. He was like, you know, you know when you're depressed and you, you're just like depressed and then you realize that no one fucking cares. And, you know, <laughs> you know, he, he's like, and then you stop.
0: You know. It's so funny because your points of reference, you know, coming from the alt comedy community are our, our big,
1: you know, mainstream you know, real comics. I've just been listening to like Satellite recently and I, oh, yeah. I don't go to comedy clubs anymore. Yeah. So those are my references right now. No, you, it, like, com- change, you like comedy. I do. I like all kinds of comedy. Yeah, yeah I'm a comedy fan.
0: And you're a comedy performer.
1: I am. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not to your level. I, maybe I, not to your liking.
0: <laughs> I didn't say any of those things. <laughs> I did not say any of those things. Oh, I see. I don't know why you're assuming that. I, I told you why I was uncomfortable with your performing style and you explained to me early on, you knew what was going on with the preacher character, but I did not say any of it.
1: <laughs>
0: it seems to me that the voice you have in your head is uh, horribly critical. Yeah.
1: Pretty. Yeah. So you, so your dad's still around though. Yeah. And your mom. Yeah. My mom's a saint. She's fucking best. Yeah. Yeah. Both Jewish. He's, she's Jewish. He's Christian, Uh huh. but he converted. Did he? Yeah. And then went back to the church. I guess you had to convert back then. Yeah. Well, no, you didn't. Why would you? Ha- why would it have? Well, that's what they told me. That, that he had to convert. Yeah. It was sort of like, well, maybe that. Maybe her parents made. And my mom's dad was Italian. He converted. Interesting. So I'm like, yeah. But
0: everything sort of leveled off. But it, but like the fundamental struggle that you have with your father over mm-hmm. your masculinity and over his anger yeah. and all that stuff. That's sort of defining. Yeah. And so then and you're also the this sort of weird preemptive defensiveness. I think that's also something we share as well. Is that when you have a father that's volatile, you're constantly ready to, you know, to either be diplomatic, to absorb it or to defend yourself. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Fight or flight. Did you like were the, were did you ever have those kind of fights where it was like shit flying around, got to get out of the house shit?
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Or, or the other thing that I realized in therapy was like, I don't think people want to hear what I have to say because I would talk to my dad and he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know, I had a tryout with the Patriots once. Yeah. You know, and you'd be like, Oh, I was trying to tell you something, but I guess it doesn't fucking matter. It's heartbreaking, dude, because you said the exact same thing about stand up. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I feel like people want to hear what I have to say. Good. You know, when I when I'm being honest mm-hmm. and really talking about what it is, but just for I'm you to through. even own that space is
0: uh, hard. Yeah, like that, and, and like I think that's another thing I felt that there you're approaching the sort of the 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 stage with sort of like you know you got better listen to me, you know, like, right. I, mean, I you, you know like you you're right. you're assuming that any second they're either going to yell or split, yeah, or start thinking about themselves, yeah, that energy, yeah, gotta hold them.
1: Yeah, and then I sort of to speak it's to exhausting. what you said. To speak to what you said before, then when I became an adult and I wasn't working, I was yeah. like, "Oh, fucking my father." I was, I'm fucking. So that's the curse, because like that was like I had this moment. I had this moment. I was he was out visiting me in LA. I said, "I got this thing. I got this thing that might might happen. You know, you know, all these things. Yeah. It's a show. It's a show." Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, I, I got a thing. I got a, oh, a yeah, piece of property yeah, in yeah. Rhode Island." And I said, Nothing. "Oh God." i'm the guy talking about it yeah
0: but the but the sadder part of that is and i have it with my father as well is that they hear you and then they just immediately shift over to them to sort of compete or one up or validate themselves yeah in that moment yeah where all you really wanted him was to say congratulations
1: yeah that's
0: horrible buddy and then
1: you have the other side of my mother who just will believe anything you say you yeah, know, like it's yeah. gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen for you. Yeah. I just know it, and it's like going on like twenty years. You're the best. Oh. You're gonna do it. So you can't. even You begin not to believe that. Yeah, you feel bad, like you're lying, like you're a fucking yeah. crack, like you're a crack addict. Yeah, yeah. I'm not on crack anymore. Yeah. Or, or worse, that you know, that it's just not true. Right. Oh, what you're saying is uh, it's just some more garbage. Yeah, I mean, I think there's pipe a, dreams. There's a line in the movie which I go, oh, you, you know you know something like you end up you're afraid you'll end up being one of these people that just talks right. about doing things there's nothing worse than a someone who talks about doing something and then you realize that oh fuck that's me yeah it's all very
0: sad jason
1: well you know i'm not looking for sympathy i am i'm here i'm happy with my medication i'm not
0: i'm not, I'm not giving you sympathy i'm just acknowledging yeah that
1: like well i'm know. letting the audience know that i'm not
0: yeah, you know. uh, yeah, but no one's assuming that uh, the the um because no because I identify with it especially that the the, the self absorbed, uh, emotionally erratic father thing is it's just it's horrible it's just it's like it's just a lifetime of, of of unreceived, and unreciprocated love and you know and in constant vigilance against
1: you know an emotional attack. Whew. Heavy, right? Yeah, and then when I got married, I was like, oh wow. You you're just living with that. You're like, oh, I'm a man. So you have like your dad saying you're a man, and there's yeah. all these uh, standards. So I'm living to these standards, which no one else is. It's a modern world now, right? But a man does this. A man does that. Right. You know? Yeah. And I still have those in my head.
0: Well, yeah, and also you just you also have the the sort of role model as well. You know that you know your dad was a floundering dude. Yeah. So, but you, but the, that's an interesting and difficult situation you got yourself into. In that, you know, you married a woman in show business
1: mm-hmm.
0: who was successful in show business. Yeah, she's doing good as an executive, mm-hmm. and um, you know, made a living. Mm-hmm. And you were a guy struggling to make it in show business. Yep. And but you, I think, because of that, became a great father and
1: probably have a relationship with your children that's enviable to most men. It's good. I try hard. Yeah, but you were there all the time. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, which is nice. Like when I hear about a comic who's gone Friday to Wednesday, I think I don't I could, how could you do that? You got to leave your kids. That's Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or or and then also with my wife like being so close to success but not there.
0: Well, no, I did and every day. You you wake Correct. up uh you wake up with it.
1: Yeah. She's going to work, working on shows. Oh yeah. Maybe with people you know. For sure. Or the, or the casting comes in. She goes, well, we're thinking about Mark Maron, Matt Price, Mike Blyden. And you're like, Andy am right here. John Ross Bowie.
0: Yeah. But do you ever think that it was against her emotional self-interest to cast
1: you? Yeah, she didn't want to mix. I don't know what you just asked, but I'll try I mean to that, answer like, it.
0: Well, I'll tell you what I just I asked. I didn't understand if, it. Okay, I'll yes, explain yes, it yes, to yes, you. Sorry that her emotional self-interest is like, you know, someone's got to work and I'm the one working and you know, and the, it's good for the kids to have a parent around as much as possible. Oh,
1: um, no, I don't think she's that devious. I mean, I think I just, she just doesn't like to, you'd have to meet my wife. You'd really like her. She's just, I know her. Yeah. You'd really like her. Marnie, right? Marnie. Marnie Montgomery. Was she? Um, no. What was her last name? Hawkman. Marnie Hawkman. Yeah, you'd really—you'd really like her because she. I think I have. She met her. she likes you. She always liked your comedy. And, yeah, I like I mean, you guys are before. both Jewish, and but anyway, she's she's just someone who's like very reserved, very on point, knows exactly what needs to be done and how to do it.
0: The opposite, I'm not the, the opposite. Of yeah, you.
1: I'm all over the place. All right. Well, so what I'm hearing.
0: Is that you know your frustrations grew to a point with performing and with uh, you know just your lot in life and you know these you know these these dynamics with your father and all this other stuff and eventually you just you were like fuck it I'm gonna make a movie mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna do this, mm-hmm. the, I'm done with this shit twenty years in and this stuff is exhausting it's not really yielding anything mm-hmm. but I you know I've got a lot of friends I've got talent I'm gonna write a movie about myself basically. And um, having you know, being a divorced fellow twice, yeah, uh, I was uh, interested and concerned <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to the point where I'm like, he, I hope he didn't get divorced because I think that would be a disaster. Um, but there's a lot of great people in it. Keckner's always good. Um, T.J. Miller, who I like as an actor,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you mean, you don't like him as a person? I don't know him.
0: We, He's great yeah he's uh, he's super great. He's nice very funny
1: actor what did he turn you down to do the show no 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 <laughs> I'm just kidding
0: no 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 it's, uh, it's just always a little odd with us but yeah, I think he's a very talented guy um, Matt Price is there yeah. uh, people I've, uh, the Richters are in it Sarah yeah. and Andy yeah. Rachel Harris Yeah. she's got a little part in Schwartzen. it Schwartzen Schwartzen that was a good scene yeah Like Like I, and B- what's your buddy's name the guy who Blyden yeah Blyden's he's in great. it he's great yeah everybody's in it. All the, all, it
1: sounds like you really liked it no I liked it <laughs>
0: My problem is fundamentally, it's not even a problem. I have a particular reaction to you.
1: I think that's what it is. Yeah. I, I think you, I think, I think. But I, it's not a bad reaction. I, we I don't think we should talk ever again.
0: No, what we've established here is that we have more in common than, than we
1: would have known before. Yes, but and I don't feel like there's any bridge built.
0: What? What do you want? You want a bridge? Yeah. We're having a conversation and and even 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 now, I am fucking wide open, you're resistant now, I can't believe that just because of the way this conversation started, yeah, that you know you you would still take this position and say to me, there's no bridge built, I'm wide open now i'm not
1: I'm not you are yeah, okay, and but you're you know what what happened? Nothing. I'm 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 happy to be here and I'm 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 really actually liking the episode. I feel like it's very honest and it actually feels good to sit across from you and get the real deal. Yeah. Holy field. Uh-huh. You know, it feels good. It's like it's like I'm going to walk out of here and yeah, be be better. Look, you asked me to be honest and and I'm glad I want to hear it.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm just telling you that the leap from selfish to, you know, the guy who could potentially be a good husband
1: was a little, a little bit of a jump for me. And that's it. Why? Why is that a jump? Because, like, I want to take care of my wife. That's all I want. I know. But there are
0: scenes in the movie where she comes out and she got you're doing a contest. And the, the beat is, you know, what wh- what what kind of money do you get? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like yeah, it's like a tote so, bag. So so like on on a great an, line. It is a great line. It's a great joke, but 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 in 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 there is an element of it all that is obscuring the idea that all I want to do is
1: support my wife and kids. But you also want to be big in show business. You're trying to be. Funny. I want you're to do. I want to do it that way because otherwise I'm I'd be I'm miserable. So I'm I wanted to take it, and I don't think you can. I don't think you're. I don't think you're understanding what it's like to. Have to support a family, that and also to be underneath someone that you look. I met my wife and I didn't really want to get married, but she was so great that I was like, "I, uh, she's fucking great." And I know I made the right decision because I'm still with her today, and we're going out tonight, and I'm looking forward to it. And so, you know, I say that in the movie. I could, I can't get a job at a bank. No, I get. I'm fucking forty years old. But the
0: idea here's the, here's the, then the issue is I mean, again don't and I, don't, I love
1: this by the way okay
0: I do is that it's very set that clearly in the movie she's got
1: money she wants to that's not true at all I mean you know the you know the television business it's fucking awful
0: I'm just talking about the reality of the movie when a woman right. sits down and says we're gonna redo the kitchen. Right. She's not going to do that if there's no money there. And the fact that, you know, you are married and you get a $30,000 IRS debt yeah. that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's sort of an issue. So the dynamic isn't like what you grew up with. It's not like I got to provide for my family because, you know, we're all eating uh, cereal all day because that's all mm-hmm. we can afford. The idea is more of an ego thing in the sense that like. No, it's a $30,000 debt. I know. That I, you know, really yeah. have. Okay. So that's that. I think that's something. No, but I'm saying that what's established in the film is that she's the breadwinner. Yeah. And it's not an uncomfortable situation. No, it is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for you personally,
1: but there's money there. No, she's sitting down building a dream book. She's not remodeling the kitchen. She's looking at things. She's working. She
0: has an office. I'm just saying that the world you created is a lot like the world you live in. Yeah. That it it, it it doesn't reek of like, you know, if you don't get a job, we're, we're going to have to leave this house. Right. So, I, I mean, I, that's not in the movie, but I. Yeah. But I'm just saying that yeah, this, yeah. the idea that you're presenting me, which is like, all I want to do is do it so I can support my wife and kids. They were being supported on some level. You know, you want to do it to validate yourself as a man on a lot of levels, right? Creatively, uh, you know, professionally, right? uh, In the eyes of what you think your expectations are, it's it's just Mm multidimensional. And and what what I said for me is that that just becomes it's not even a matter of confusing because it clearly you know this is what the character is and that's part of the movie. Is that you don't really you know ultimately you don't know what you want. You want to be happy. You don't want these possessions and these other things to make a difference, but you know that if you could just get them, it would make
1: life at least easier for your wife, but you even fight that. and that, But and he doesn't want, I don't want possessions at all. I mean, there's clearly in the movie, she's asking me about things and I say, what, why are we going after these things? They're not going to make us any happier. Right. But, but, but they might make her happier. And that's why I need a job, and that's, that's the whole crux of the movie, that right. he's trying and failing and trying and failing. Yeah, but
0: it seems like you're on two different pages, really.
1: Me and the wife? Yeah.
0: But that's the way marriage is like that.
1: I really wasn't trying to attack a movie. I no, no, to... no. I, I know. I, I love this. You're, you're the only person that has gotten into it with me. Uh-huh. So I like it. I really do.
0: And also the fact that you haven't been divorced. Mm-hmm. like um,
1: I didn't want to be divorced I don't want to be divorced I don't want to no, I know, have but, but, split time with my kids
0: yeah but just you know but the, the, the nuts and bolts emotions of really being thrown out of your house
1: mm-hmm.
0: having you know or having been left For you, you're talking about you sure yeah. I, I've been through that you've one. been left before
1: yeah I have too it's devastating oh I, I know I know I was I had a girlfriend once all my friends thought I was funny, she never laughed at one thing. And I remember I said to her on the last day, I said, You you don't think I'm funny at all. You've never and that was it.
0: You live in Studio City. Do you ever see my ex?
1: Nishna? Yeah. No. No. Weird, she right? lives there? I think she
0: lives somewhere. Uh, I always liked her.
1: Yeah, yeah. What happened? Um You were married?
0: Yeah, I was I was bad. I was just a hard to deal with and You were just
1: a dick? Yeah, kinda. And you were angry and caustic and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. She yeah.
0: found a good dude. She's got some kids. She's good. doing all right, I think. I don't. We don't talk at all, but she's doing all
1: right. Good. Do you want to go over to the other side and get kids? You do She don't even want to. You're done.
0: I don't. I just. I'm just.
1: I call it the other side.
0: Oh, I. I, I just don't see it happening. It's not. You know, I'm. I'm not like on, on principle. What happens me. when
1: you meet a woman now? You do Tinder or anything like that? No. No. What happens when you go to a show and a? I've gotten a you little. Meet c- a woman or something. I've gotten or, a little cynical. Yeah. You know, I've been, I,
0: I had a couple of relationships where I was almost going to get married again and have children, and, and then that turned out to be not a good idea. Why'd you pull the plug? Um, I just didn't trust the situation. I didn't, you know, I, because at my age and where I'm at, I need to know that someone's really fucking going to be there
1: to do, you know what I mean? I can't take care be, of. Be, be there for what? To take care of themselves and the kid. And the kid. Because you're going to be gone doing the road. And... No, no. Uh oh. You mean, so the the women that you, were involved with you thought were maybe a little flighty and you couldn't count on them not to quite, hold up their end not quite flighty but I yeah but there was an element of, yep. of not yeah the your end business mm-hmm. and not that you want to be taken care of or anything like that no. just 50-50 I don't Even think she can hold it up a little more than 50 I'm gonna need from her okay you you want a 70-30 yeah
0: 60-40 might be
1: good. oh my gosh what nothing very bold of you to say
0: I, I'm 50 dude what does that mean it means that when the kids You're in good day, shape You're, doesn't you're matter.
1: nice and skinny You got a nice matter. body on you yeah. You got a and nice head the, of hair You're handsome When the kids Your own TV show
0: 60 You know it's, it's just a practical thing You know And it's a very sad thing That that didn't work out You know I understand why The marriage didn't work
1: out Both You don't the, seem
0: sad about it Birth Yeah you
1: know, Well Okay, okay, okay. You're
0: sad about the marriage and
1: you're sad about not having kids a little bit. No,
0: I'm not sad about the marriage. I understand why that didn't work out. I mean, I'm sad about the relationship that I was in not working out for, in the way that it did.
1: Are we talking about Moon right now? No, no, no. Okay, no. So
0: that, that, that only lasted a few months.
1: That, you know, I'm, that, very, I'm good friends with her. Yeah,
0: yeah no, that- She's um,
1: nice, the best. She's the best.
0: No, she's a great person. Yeah. It just was not emotionally right for yep. me. Like, uh, like it was one of those situations where I I'd idealized it and really believed it, like, how yeah. could this not work out? Yeah. But I didn't know her that way, and I just, uh, I couldn't I couldn't make the cut for what she needed emotionally. Yeah. Which,
1: it just wasn't gonna happen. When you idealize somebody, that's fucking really trippy. Well, it's just a matter of not knowing. Yeah. It's like my wife, she'll go, oh, I'm gonna set up Dan with Rachel, mm-hmm. and it's gonna it never work. You know, it's never...
0: It's just hard. It just I, not. I, you just can't do it. And sadly, I've gotten a little bit cynical. But I think that you know, spending time working on my own shit is not a bad place to be. You know, I'm, I, I'm seeing somebody a bit, and it, it's mm-hmm. not. I'm not shut off to it, but I'm I'm very scared. So mm-hmm. you know, because I I have the same thing you do. I you know, I uh, because when you come from parents that are emotionally demanding and volatile and selfish, you want to be accommodating, mm-hmm. and sometimes you know you risk losing yourself a bit. And and the anger that comes from losing yourself, and also not being able to help the other person, mm-hmm. no matter what you do, is horrendous.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it coming from all sides, don't you?
0: Inside, I have it coming. Yeah, from you can all know it. Sides. Yeah,
1: inside, you got it coming from all sides. You yeah. are so. I, I, I can't. I can't tell. I'm working if, on it, but I can't tell if you're an unbelievable mess or if you've got a good hold on it. You got a pretty good hold on it. Okay, good. But in one area, it's kind of messy. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, what do you want? That's all right. Yeah, right. right? I mean, you know, you want it to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. Well, I want what you want
0: is that, like, you know, there's a lot of things going well, uh, but, you know, sometimes you don't exactly know what to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could have just given up my my career and given up the idea of making films or doing stand-up and just... Because I, like, I feel like you've got a thing where... I feel like clearly what I'm going to take away from this and it's good to hear is that you never liked the place I worked from in comedy. No. no. The same thing with the characters and the same and then, and then there seemed to be a theme with the movie like, yeah, well, he's fine. He's got a, he's got a house and a wife who works. So why am I watching this? That's what I took away from what you said. Crazy. Okay. Yeah, I, I am. I'm on uh, 200 milligrams a day.
0: Like we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about uh, the similarities we have emotionally and why I had a hard time with you ultimately beyond the preacher character was that your anger was too visceral for me. Yeah. And and I have a sensitivity to it and it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, But I did realize it was honest. And, you know, when I said to you, uh, that thing about your wife is is that I knew that some of those feelings were genuine and that you didn't necessarily have a handle on them. And they were mixed with a, a certain amount of uh, fresh, some, fresh. some of the feelings were genuine. Well, you couldn't be operating at that level of anger. If all those feelings were operating at that level of anger, you shouldn't have been married. So my reason, you know, for responding the way I did is like, I don't know if she knows what you're doing, but but, you know, that's that's serious shit. And you seem very unhappy. So that was why I said that. It was a sensitivity thing. It was not like I don't like his comedy. It wasn't reading to me mm-hmm. as comedy. And, and 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 you said yourself that, you know, worrying about whether the audience likes you or whether you can do something that they're going to, you know, laugh at or like, you know, became straining for you yeah. because you wanted to be honest. So there you were. You were I was reading something honest and now you're telling me that okay, so all those feelings were real and they were functioning at that level of intensity and for me to say like, you know, I'd be careful uh, somehow it was an attack or a diminishment of your comedy, but it was just really me being sensitive as an angry person.
1: Oh no! I, I, when you said that to me at the comedy club, I, I didn't I wasn't offended. Yeah, but, but what, I, I, what, I took to What heart. I'm saying to you is that whatever yeah. you just framed, you're going to leave with from this conversation mm-hmm. is
0: your own shit. You know, mm-hmm. you know, telling you that you stink. So, like, you know, what I said,
1: I think we've had a fairly thorough conversation. I think we've had a good it. conversation, and I, I just, that's what I thought. And it's something that I certainly want to
0: look at. But I think that we established, if anything, throughout this conversation was that the reason I have the reaction to you I have is because I sense what's going on deeper inside of you because I have it going on in myself. Then you might you know, be accustomed to people sensing. So that was my discomfort. It was not you know, outside of the preacher character. I, I did not diminish where you were coming from comedically right. as we come from a similar place or at least desire to come from a similar place.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I I guess I I hear all the stuff you're saying and it's like you're missing a a chromosome. It, uh, 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 you're you're missing a um a sensitivity chromosome, a little bit where I'm waiting and again, it might be me. I'm waiting for I guess a bridge I can't. I'm waiting for some sort of and I don't feel it. Mm. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. usually with ninety-nine point nine percent of the people that I come, come across, even if they're critical or even if they're bluntly honest with me, there's a um the guard gets down. And maybe it's because we're going back and forth, but I don't like even when you say, I'm not coming at you, I still don't feel uh connected with you or that we have any kind of uh, you know, goodwill.
0: Okay, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm yeah, I'm talking. gonna listen. Uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> Good talking to you.
1: Good talking to you, Mark.
0: That's it. That's our show. Thank you for listening. I thought it ended well. I know it was a tough one. It was it was a little intense. I know. I know. We're, we have an intense thing me and that guy. But as, as I said before, Jason Jason Nash is married is available on iTunes and Amazon. Marin, uh, my TV show second season is now available on Netflix. I just had chest pain. Just now I had a chest pain. It's it's ha- wow. Okay. How are you? All right. We good. But is this happening on the mic? Right? I don't know about this. Like that. All right, fuck it, man. Boomer lives!